I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Everybody out there in podcast land, this is the Front Row Network, and we are bringing you another episode of Beyond the Mouse. I'm Vanessa. Uh, here joining me is Craig McFarland. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing great. Good. Brett, also, how are you doing? I'm great. We're talking about Disney, so this is a good thing. Yes. And I should mention that this is another one of our bonus episodes that we're bringing you this summer um, to go into a little more detail about those um, Disney tips and tricks. And today, we are focusing on Fast Passes. You get a Fast Pass. You get a Fast Pass. Everybody <laughs> gets a Fast Pass. I'd say, like, when I'm talking to people that are going for the first time, this is one of the nerve, most nerve-wracking things because... Because they feel like, oh my God, I got to plan this out so far in advance, and if I don't, if I don't get the right thing, then it's going to be a ruined vacation, and I can't even. I get off to a bad start, and all that. So hopefully, we will put some people to ease about all that, right? Absolutely, and it is really. Um, while I have done vacations without fast passes mm-hmm. because I was once not in the know and didn't know I could make them, it is something um, important to look into. Um, Craig, I love your story about um, that couple that was. Uh, going to skip Peter Pan, or mm-hmm. what exactly happened there? Yeah, so um, they we we did breakfast at Be Our Guest, which was one of my tips for the dining episode. Go into Be Our Guest at like an eight a.m. reservation, and then that way you get out uh, of the the restaurant, and there's no one on the backside of the castle. Everybody else is kind of forced to stay in front of the castle until there's a welcome show, until rope drop, and then they come out. Well, there was this couple, and they had like two kids with them. One was one of them was in a stroller. And they were talking to the cast member. I kind of overheard them because the cast members sort of make a line to sort of block off some of the attractions. That way, even if you're on the backside of the castle, you still have to kind of stay in a confined area. And they mentioned, oh, well, we have a, a – it's about 845 at this point. Uh, oh, well, we have a fast pass for um, pirates at 915. We've got to get over there. We've got to be there by 915. So I kind of pulled them aside and I said, you know – are, are you planning on doing Peter Pan at all today? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to come back and do it later. And I was like, why don't you do that now? <laughs> um, because the waits get incredibly long for that attraction. And they didn't understand that one of the things about Fast Pass is that you get an hour, well, sometimes an hour and a five minutes, hour, ten minute window uh, to be able to utilize that Fast Pass. So, um, first of all, Pirates is one of those attractions that never necessarily always has a long wait. But in addition to that, uh, they didn't know the system. And so it was one of those, like, I kind of hope that I helped the, their vacation a little bit sure. because, I'm, you know, I it's just... I think you did. You made their vacation. Yeah. Who are Seriously. we kidding? That was well, so nice uh, of you. Well, you know, it's like one of those things where um, obviously this dad uh, and mom were wanting to have the best sure. possible experience for their kids. And uh, a lot of people aren't necessarily... We've talked about this, the Disnoids, the, the, <laughs> the crazies that we are. And so you don't necessarily do a ton of... Um, <laughs> ton of research uh, into it and all that, and some people don't uh, find that part of the vacation planning appealing. So, uh, yeah, so always it's good to listen to something like this. Uh, we'll, we'll talk you through some of this, and um, it's good to make sure that you understand the procedures and how things work 
because it just allows you to have a more enjoyable experience. And uh, other people, it almost puts you at an advantage from other people that might not know how the system works. <laughs> Absolutely. And lots of good tips there. I know for us, we're sitting there hearing this story and thinking of all the things that were, were incorrect with uh-huh. this couple's planning. But that's okay. <laughs> that is okay because we are going to talk you through all the things that you need to know to make sure you have the best fast passes and the best experience. So first of all, we're going to take it to basics. We're going to go right at the beginning. What are fast passes? Uh, Brett, do you want to explain what these pesky, delightful well, things yeah. are? Well, they all started, it all started off, you would get a ticket. You would scan your park admission, uh, and then you would get a, a ticket to come back within a time frame. You, I mean, it was an hour you know, or so. You get that, as they said, an hour um, window. And that allows you to go do other things. And then it's like a virtual queue system. So it was very successful. And uh, so uh, doing some research, well, actually, Vanessa did some wonderful research here. But anyway, let's see. The service was launched in 2014. And it was um, intended to, to provide guests with a more efficient and personalized Disney World vacation. And, and I'll just interrupt. There is a difference between um, Fast Pass and Fast Pass Plus. This is something that caught me up one time. I was so confused. And oh, yeah, I think, yeah. so Fast Brett, Pass was actually before that. Fast Pass was before. So that's kind of what Brett's describing with the, the card. That was the old system. That was the old system. And now in 2014, they've updated it and made it Thank much more Thank you for that correction and convenient. clarification. I must but Brett more. can tell you all about uh, these. I love it when he goes into detail about these uh, e-ticket attractions. Like okay, it sounds yes, like something from a museum. Well, they're kind of. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Brett in the kindest that. way. I'm in like, the kindest oh, way. Put me in a Disney that. museum. That's okay. But not very so, many people know that the that the the rides kind of, themselves were well, divided are, by yeah. letters. Oh, well, they, yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, well, anyway, in the history of the of Disney theme parks. Um, I think um, probably 19, oh, I should really know this, but 1950, prior to 1959, because 1959 was at Disneyland, was the first e-ticket attractions, which were the monorail, uh, uh, the submarines, and um, the Matterhorn. Prior to that, there were A, B, C, and D tickets, and... um, and it's not that the E is better. It's just, um, well, they are people really enjoy those E tickets. Hence the name, an E ticket attraction, which became you know part of um, our uh, uh, well, it's a saying that we all use. Yeah. So when you walked into Disneyland, as yeah, it were, when you walked into Disneyland or Disney World during that time, didn't you buy like a packet of these yeah, tickets? You bought, and well, you, originally when they when they there were individual tickets when Disneyland first opened, and then when Disney World. Opened. I think original um, individual tickets were available mainly, but you would purchase. You know, it was called an adventures, and I think there was like you could go on seven adventures or big book of twelve adventures. Can you imagine going wow. on twelve during the whole day? Uh-huh. So you know, so you would get like you know a number of A tickets, which are like you know transportation on Main Street or Main Street Cinema and all that. B moved tea it cups. up a little bit. You know, B teacups, I think, and yeah. then C was. Um, well, um, C, hmm, still not teacups, I think was a C. Oh, okay. And then, um, and then D were, uh, 
like Tiki Birds and that sort of thing. I think Tiki Birds was an E originally. But oh anyway, wow! Uh, would the yeah, mansion Tiki, be like a D? Haunted Mansion was Haunted Mansion was an E. Oh, okay. Um, you know when Space Mountain came around in 1975, uh, that was an E That was an E attraction. So that's a, so there's it's this long history of uh, of a tiered sort of. Hmm, I don't know, level of detail anyway. You want to go on the e-rides, and that's really where the FastPass system can help you out when you determine Mm -hmm. what you want. But I think we're going to get to that here shortly. But that was a brief history. Well, not to to jump ahead uh, too much, but the nice part about that is they went from the system where you had to go buy these adventures or buy these different tickets to the FastPass Plus system is a free opportunity for all guests. Uh, so if you're not staying on a Disney World resort, you can go You can go and book 30 days out. If you're staying in a Disney World resort because they want to give you some benefit to that or a friendly neighbor resort now, um, you can do it 60 days in advance. So neighbor, that's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, or good neighbor, sorry. sorry. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I think that that's a really neat system because one of the stories that I had from a previous uh, trip was that some of our group went to the park that should not be named and down the road from Disney World and when they were walking in the door it was like they were getting heckled to buy the accelerated fast pass whatever their fast pass system is but then not only that they were given a different price at the entry to the gate they were giving a different price at the gate oh and then they were get, like it was going wow. it was getting lower and lower as you walked in so if you yeah. waited until like you were really into the attractions they'd be like oh really last chance you could have it for $99 for the day or whatever and that you do that at Six Flags too they've got the flash pass where you have to pay all this extra money so i think it is cool for however much people complain about uh, potentially the the planning that goes into it it's neat that it's like a open free opportunity for everybody Mm -hmm. and just to clarify a few more things so like uh like craig said it is free and you can uh uh book it uh 60 days out if you're seeing a hotel or 30 days if you're not but you get three so you get three and the whole point of them is that uh you're going to use these uh three fast passes you're going to put the put a fast pass on each ride and then when you get to that ride the day of of your visit you essentially just walk on sometimes there's a little bit of a wait, but um, I don't I think, think I've waited. Reduced waiting time. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever waited more than maybe ten minutes on a really um, uh, high, highly uh, active ride. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, going on, so now we need to tell you a little bit about how to book them. Um, Craig, why don't you tell us um, how that process works? Absolutely. So uh, you are really excited. You're going to Disney World. Uh, let's say uh, for, like, in my purposes, my Fast Pass day is coming up. Uh, by the time that this drops, it might have actually been here already. So, oh, wow. Um, mine's coming up on July 24th, so it depends <sighs> on when this episode drops. But um what you do, you get up early that day. <laughs> uh, the system becomes available to you at 6 a.m. Central Time. So it's at 7 a.m. Eastern, which is when Disney World operations kind of opens up. That's a change from the past. Brett and I were talking about this the other night. It used to be in 2014. Uh, it was midnight. So midnight Eastern Time. <laughs> so we got it at 11, which I would have preferred rather than having to get up at 6 and trying to map this all out and plan it out. Uh, but then what happens is the FastPass Plus system opens for the entire length of your stay. So we are going from a Saturday to the next uh, – we fly out the next Sunday. 
So what that means is that we get to book all the way uh, almost like 66 days out or 67 days out from our vacation because uh, that last Saturday we get to book all the way out to that. Um, and so it's a benefit to the people that are staying there a bit longer and all that, but it also means that when we are starting to plan and book some of those really popular fast passes that we'll get into, might be good to put some of those towards the end of your vacation because the beginning of your vacation may be the end of someone else's right. vacation. That so was, That was going to be my hint. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, sorry. I stole no, it no, no. You. No, I hate you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so as far as the actual the actual booking of a fast pass, fairly easy stuff. You use the My Disney Experience app, which you downloaded because you listened to our episode last time <laughs> and you've already downloaded it. Do um, it. And then you just go into the fast pass area, much like you would book dining, and it pops up uh, the available fast passes for a given attraction at any given time. And I know that we're going to get into a lot of uh, tips about when you should book, what you should book. So I'm not going to go into that right now, but just to say that you just book everything through My Disney Experience or or you can do it on a desktop uh, on the Disney World website, and uh, you do get three of them. Those three have to be in the same park to begin with. Uh, again, we can get into later kind of what the, the tips and tricks are there. But So if you're starting your day in Magic Kingdom, you have to have three Fast Passes in Magic Kingdom before you can get the extra Fast Passes that happen the day of. Um, and then those extra Fast Passes could be in any park that you are uh, in. So, um, yeah, so I think that that pretty much sums up yeah. how to book them uh, without giving too much away as far as hints and tips. Yeah, and I'll just say that is three per day. Per day, And yes. if you can't, if, if for some reason you, you can't use your desktop or your app, they do have kiosks in the park. Um, I'll use myself as an example. I was wanting to upgrade my ticket, Epcot ticket, to Magic Kingdom uh, ticket. You can only do that at the Magic Kingdom. So I could not book my Fast Passes uh, ahead of time. I had to do it in the park. And um, and just a quick tip, if, if you do book them at a kiosk, try to go to a kiosk that is not uh, popular. So if you're just getting into the park and everyone else is getting with you, go ahead and skip the ones at the entrance and go to the back of the park. Go to Tomorrowland. Um, Tomorrowland is where I went, actually. So... Uh, the yeah. one by Hollywood Tower of Terror, um, kind of in the back of Hollywood Studios. Mm. One thing, because Vanessa did so much great research for us, one thing I forgot, I failed to mention, before you book the Fast Passes, uh, make sure that you link all of the accounts together of the people that are in your group. So I'm going with uh, some friends and then with my wife. So we, the four of us will be linked together as a group. Um, now, we are also traveling with my son. So uh, obviously some of the attractions and character things that – we are going to be booking this time, the other couple might not be interested in. So you can still kind of pick and choose who's using what fast pass, but it just makes it easier if you've already made a friends and family group for a group booking. That's all pretty explained in the My Disney Experience app. It's not too hard to figure out, so I'm not going to go through the exact steps of how to link people together. We have a very... Uh, bright audience, they're gonna get they it. They get first it first time around. They've already yeah. they've already been on my Disney experience for a month. Yes. They, yeah, they're already planning their fifth they are trip they're, already. They, Thank they, you. They're Thank past you. their first trip, and now they're planning for 2020 when they're going to Disney World already. Right. So, and we should also mention that when you're booking, um, we'll get into which rides to select, but you're only going to be able to book one tier one ride 
per day. And I know what you're thinking. If we could do like that record scratch, that what does that mean? Well, a oh, tier one. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. You're you're just feeling your hip hop today. Well, I love you it. Know, it is Wednesday. A tier one is is kind of like what Brett was describing earlier with the e-ticket attractions. These are the most popular attractions. So if you're in um, Epcot, that's going to be Illuminations. It's going to be Frozen Ever After, Soren Test Track. Hollywood Studios, of course, right now it's it's just opened. Uh, the Slinky Dog Dash, Alien Swirling Saucers, uh, Toy Store um, Midway Mania, and then in Animal Kingdom, um, that would be the two Pandora rides. So those are your tier one. You can only pick one of those. So I know the big um, dilemma with everyone is they have to do some soul searching to decide if they would <laughs> want to do. Um, in Pandora, the Flight of Passage or the Navi River Journey, uh, you kind of have to decide what kind of a person you are right. when you're making that Tier 1 selection. It's also important to kind of look and do a bit of research as to what the wait times are. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking, let's use Pandora as an example. I, I haven't been able to experience it yet. I'm really excited about it. But if you look at the wait times for Flight of Passage, usually about two hours even now that it's still a year old or whatever. Um, and if you look at Navi River Journey, usually about an hour wait time. So if you're wanting to do both, to me it makes more sense to try to get the fast pass to Flight of Passage and then wait in line for Navi River Journey because it's a shorter wait, right? So you can kind of do that with a lot of these things. We were uh, actually just talking about the Hollywood Studios ones too, and I know we'll get into that park. Um, but the interesting thing about Slinky Dog Dash and Toy Story Mania and Alien Swirling Saucers is that the wait times haven't been that bad for any of these rides, uh, except for the day one when it was five hours wait Gosh. or whatever. But And that's just because people want to experience it on day one. On day one. But I'm sure we'll get yeah, into yeah. that more later. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's another one of those helpful hints is look at the wait times, the average wait times. There's websites that compile that kind of a thing, and you can kind of judge your Tier 1 attraction based off of that. Um, for Epcot, for instance, we love Soren. Absolutely love that ride. But I think this time we're going to try to book a Frozen Ever After because Frozen is consistently a longer wait than um, than the uh, Soren around the world would be. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, now I think it's a good time to just get in some into some more strategies for well, what what other what? How am I going to decide which fast passes to choose? You know, what what are some things to keep in mind when I'm selecting? You mentioned uh, Craig the looking at wait times. Um, so Brett, what other um, you know, strategies might you have? I know you're an early morning person, I'm so let's get into that. I'm an early morning person. So, uh, so the, the fast pass is kind of like um, something that I will plan for like later in the day because um, I will – and sometimes, you know, I get to ride things a second time because I've chosen um, a fast pass for an uh, highly anticipated attraction slash e-attraction and then I've ridden it early in the morning. Um because the line was shorter. Or I've done other things knowing that I don't have to get in line for, you know, for like um, Snow White's, or excuse me, the the um, Seven Dwarves Mine Train uh, because I'm going to be doing that a little bit later. But, yeah, so those are, um, uh, yeah, I think I, I kind of use it as a backup um, is, what, is what I do because um, I'm an early morning yeah, person. Yeah, because you, you really don't even need fast passes the way not really, not you the get way up I so do early. It. Not the way I do it, but I like would use fast passes later in the day um, 
you know, like, um, so you, uh, so if I was, if I was going, um, generally I go first thing in the morning and then I go back to a resort or do something else. And then I go back in the evening to enjoy the park's entertainment. And at that point, that's when I might, uh, have selected, um, a fast pass so I can, you know, what are you, before you're waiting for something, you know, you can go on something and then wait in line for, wait for, you know, the, um, a castle show or fireworks or something like that. What's interesting to me is that I am also an early riser when it comes to Disney and want to be there at Rope Drop, but I book my Fast Passes in a completely different way. I I book mine generally earlier in the morning, Um, and yes, maybe some of them I might book a... Uh, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, for example, and I might get there on my fast pass time, and here it is a five minute wait. So I didn't need a fast pass. Yeah. But what I like to do is uh, with the fast pass plus system now, as I mentioned earlier, you book the initial three, but then while you're in the park, you can continue to get fast passes throughout the day. And what's really interesting to me is how few people seem to know that or how few people seem to take advantage of that because there have been several times where I am done with my three fast passes by, say, 11, maybe noon, and then I can get multiple fast passes for really high-ticket attractions, maybe not Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, but um, Space Mountain, a ride that I could ride a million times over and over again. Um, there might be like a 60-minute wait for Space Mountain. So all these people mm-hmm. are waiting in line. Mm-hmm. And then I can get a fast pass for it that starts in 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, so... Mm-hmm. I had that at Disneyland. It was fun. It's yeah. <laughs> like, like People were waiting in line for soaring around the world. You, long lines. And I just went up to the, the fast pass kiosk area. Oh, but did, nope, nope, nope. That was on my magic... Um, Max Pass? Yes, the Max Pass. Um, and just and got something for like five minutes or 15 minutes later. And so I just... It, I it just soared right past mm-hmm. those people. Ah. <laughs> and uh, it's just Come to amazing. The I'm like going... I'm just like going, this is... I felt so guilty in a good way. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it blows my mind that maybe people just don't understand because the yeah. way that it works is once you've used that third fast pass... Then while you are in line uh, waiting that 10 minutes to get on the ride, you can then book that fourth fast pass. And then similarly, once you use the fourth one, you can book the fifth one. I mean, I've seen stories online of people using 12 to 15 fast passes in one day. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and it's just a really easy way to avoid some of those long waits. Um, You know, it's just... And how many fast passes can you get in a day? Right. I mean, that's that's actually a challenge that I've seen recently. Was uh, there's like to see what time you can beat. People are competing to do every <laughs> single ride at every Disney park. And they're basically just utilizing this fast pass system. That's really the only way to do it. So if you if you can do that, I mean, more power to you. One of the other things that I I do as a strategy um, is uh, because I like to go early in the morning. Um, maybe, and I have Park Hopper. I always use Park Hopper. Uh, people go back and forth as to do they want to do one park a day or do Park Hopper. Granted, I've never taken a child. This will be the first time for that. But what I've done in the past when I was an adult traveling with a group or by myself or whatever, maybe I have my Fast Passes scheduled from 11 to 1 in Epcot. 
but I want to start my day in Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. because right. then yeah. I can get the short lines in Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and then hop over to Epcot and use my three fast passes and then try to use additional Brilliant fast passes. Brilliant strategy, from there. I must say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that way you can get a little bit of. So even though you're not starting in the park that, that you too, have yeah. your your fast pass in. You can still take advantage of the fast passes when there are larger and longer lines. And also, um, you know, you want to be keeping in mind uh, if if you want to make fast passes when it's the busiest part of the day, that's going to be 11 a.m. to 2. You can certainly do that. Um, you know, or you can do fast passes later in the day. Um, you know, there's there's lots of different options. It's going to be totally dependent on what's best for you and your family. Don't let anyone tell you there's a right way to do it. It is all up to you. Um, you know, and and we'll get to some of these rides too. And if if one of these rides isn't necessarily something that's a good fit for your family, you don't have to ride <laughs> the, oh, no. the the highest demand attractions just because you can get a fast pass for. You can certainly use your fast pass on something more enjoyable for you and your family like uh, it's a small world I, I think or a haunted mansion I've used um, some fast passes for that um, I'll also mention that you know when you're planning out your day think maybe about um, those extra magic hours if you are staying at a hotel Disney hotel and you get extra magic hours maybe plan to do some of those high demand rides then use your fast passes on something else um, just just some more tips to keep in mind. I know for me, I like the slower rides. I don't usually have a problem. But if there's uh, another thing to mention is that if there's a really cool queue, um, maybe you want to wait in the regular yeah. line to go through the queue. Right, I mean, Peter yeah. Pan, I know the wait's really long, but they have a really cool queue. Haunted Mansion has a really cool one. Uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Maybe it's worth waiting in line for you and your family just because the queue's interactive and fun. And I think that this is a really good time to mention the brand new Disney app that just came out, and that's oh, yeah. the Disney Play app. Um, and I haven't been able to experience it yet. I'm really excited about it. Brett and I both have it downloaded on our phones. You can still do trivia. Uh, and music. And music while you're Famous. outside of the park. But what's really cool is that it gives you basically a virtual map of the park. And then you can click on, like right now I can go and click on Peter Pan's flight. But it will say, enter the queue for Peter Pan's flight before you can use this. And it's an interactive game. So if you do have kids, if you are an adult that just uh, doesn't want to wait around um, – or make your wait a little bit more enjoyable. They have these cool interactive queues. Uh, I've heard like the flight of passage queue is a very cool uh, experience. Um, and then Peter Pan and a bunch of these that just have really neat things to look at. But in addition to that, on your phone, you can play these little games. And uh, I don't know what the games are necessarily because it's a brand <laughs> new app and I haven't been in the queue yet to be able to use one. But I think that's a really neat uh, feature as well. And I can see the benefit or the value if you have a little bit more time to your vacation and you're not trying to cram everything in to just be able to enjoy the amount of imagineering that went into just making your wait in line a more enjoyable experience because I think that really is what separates Disney from any other theme park or amusement park in the world. Absolutely. Uh, and, and also something else um, I just wanted to mention real quick because a lot of people don't know this. If you have a ticket for, let's say, a special event like a Mickey's uh, Very Merry Christmas Party or Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, they'll tell you that this is a non-fast-pass event. 
However, you can get into the park <laughs> before the event starts. So that's usually four o'clock with the event starting at seven. That means from four to seven, you can use fast passes. I've seen so many people not use their fast passes just because they she think, oh, good. well, I've, I've only yeah. got this special event she ticket. No, you use them. Maybe uh-huh. you won't get, you know, everything you want, but because it's such a small window of time, but you can definitely shorten your time waiting in line by, by using that. And then also, if you know for sure, oh, you know, I'm really not a parade person. Well, keep in mind that when the parades are going on, you can go on to a popular ride with a little bit shorter wait. Or if you're not uh, maybe a fireworks person or, or or maybe you like watching the fireworks from the rides. My my family There's people do that. People yes. love like Splash Mountain and seeing the fireworks at night or Astro even Orbiter. Astro Orbiter or uh, mine was uh, Seven uh, Dwarfs Mine Train seeing the fireworks at night while I'm riding it. It's wonderful, and I did I've not do it right. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never done that. We're learning so much. I know. But we should, uh, I know we touched on this a little bit, but we should probably mention that while we're excited about Fast Passes, not all Fast Passes are created equally. Mm. Brett, why don't you um, oh. tell us a little bit about what rides you would not use a Fast Pass on? What? Let's see. Hmm. What rides would I not use a Fast Pass on? Well, I think a little bit of that history is when. Fast passes became available at more attractions, included um, the higher tier attractions as well as the mm, um, the not, not as, higher tier. Yeah, rides. not higher tier. <laughs> we don't. Mm, how, what is the Disney PC way to say? Um, well, anyway, the show the, the rides you do normal, don't normally have to wait on anyway. So that's kind of the situation that um, while the tier ones are going to be hard to get on, you know, there are. There are things that, as Vanessa has asked me, and I should answer the question, uh, the rights that you don't need to wait for. Um, I, I didn't give you any in your notes. Yeah, thank but... you. In my notes, I'm not going. I mean, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. It's Tech Week, dear. I'm like I'm, going. I'm, I'm working so on some other sorry. things. Let's see. Well, I'm like going. Um, small world. I mean, uh, see. I did, I thought you were going to say, if I was a Betty woman, I thought you were going to say Aladdin's magic Well, I know. How about we just say this? Illuminations. Why on earth would you need a fast pass for oh, Illuminations? I have never. Okay. You just go. You just go between the, between, um, the American Adventure and Japan, mm-hmm. and you just stay there. Or you go to England because they have great beer, and they have a wonderful viewing section. Mm-hmm. But then you have to buy beer then. I mean, I'm like going. It's Disney. I always have. Get an like iced going, tea. No, I'm like going. No, I'm like going. I've never had. I've tried different tea? areas. Actually, ooh, history. I was there the very first night of Illuminations. Oh wow! Yes, and and there was actually okay. So they were having little behind the scenes trivia. Yes, this is when I was a cast member. Okay, so ooh, yeah, no, this is good. No, this is good. So they, so Michael Eisner at the time, yes, CEO. Anyway, he was CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, and so he was there with his entourage, and they were all set up in uh, in Norway. They were all set up for him, and um, you know, so they were set up for him in Norway. Well, it ends up he doesn't go to Norway. He goes to I think the 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 very front of World Showcase, where let's just say sound wasn't working there, but it was working in Norway. So, anyways, it was a big scandal. Oh, so, because yeah. he wasn't happy. Well, he was. Yeah, he was. There was giving, no sound. He was giving. He was given the Michael Eisner experience, not the guest experience, and he experienced oh. the guest experience and wasn't happy. 
So I'm like going, Very so I'm sure from then on, all openings were fine forever mm-hmm. they were. But, it was a little, but that was a little trivia. So anyway, yeah. So Illuminations. You can find a wonderful way. Ooh, also the dinner there in 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 Mexico was a very nice way to watch Illuminations. Mm-hmm. But actually, I'm waiting for their next show there. Someday there will be a Disney museum, and Brett will be made into an animatronic <laughs> oh to tell gosh. these stories. Back when uh, you basically you are the dream finder. So you, are. you know um, that's what you that's what you need to yeah. uh, cosplay or Disney bound as. Oh my gosh, we just came up with it, but. Um, but I no, I think that there are plenty of, <laughs> and there are some where like, depending on the park, you're like, oh man, I got to use three of these things. What should mm-hmm. I use it on? And I would just say, uh, just do something that you truly find enjoyable mm-hmm. and don't go off of somebody else's recommendations necessarily, uh, because fast passes should be personal. So just because everyone says flight of passage is what you should do. If you're, if you get motion sick easily, don't make yourself sick by uh, jumping on that banshee and making it to where you're, you know, you're, you're not going to feel well the rest of the day. Do the things that make sense to you as well. And yes. they also can be placemaker, you know, placeholders because mm-hmm. uh, because from time to time others become available. So you get your three, and then you can check back. And then see if something else is available, and then you know, in, within Absolutely. that tier, and then you can you know change that up because because again, that's based on availability and when you know what is available when you're making your choices, and that can change. Absolutely, and and the the whole point is that some rides just don't have that long of a wait, so mm-hmm. you know, just look into that because fast passes for let's what my example was was Aladdin's. Uh, Carpet flying magic, whatever. I've never written it. Um, <laughs> I've never written it. Do Dumbo We are instead. Disney experts. Just ask Do us. Dumbo instead. <laughs> I'm going, go oh for God. the camel, but go write Dumbo instead. The, I just don't see the, that the one. The spitting is annoying to guests walking around, but I guess, right. you know, well. So uh, I well, wouldn't waste a fast pass on that, and that's what I mean by they're not necessarily created equally, but... If you do love that, then by all means, let's, let's see. Um, we don't middle judge. middle of the day. Let's see. Uh, living with the land, five minute. This is <laughs> our real time. Living with the land, a five minute wait. Um, journey into imagination with Figment, a ten minute wait. <sighs> uh, meet Tinkerbell at Town Square, ten minute Aww. wait. Seas with Nemo and friends, a ten minute wait. Turtle talk with Crush, ten minute wait. These are kind of things that, and really truly, at Disney. Generally, a ten-minute wait or a thirteen-minute wait at the Tower of Terror, which I like. I like that they do that. Um, It means that it's just a walk on. It's a walk on uh, because it takes you like that too. Yeah, nearly twenty minutes uh, as well. It takes you about ten minutes to enter the queue, walk through it, and then get to it. Another one in the Magic Kingdom that seems to always have not much of a wait is the Little Mermaid ride. Um, has this ginormous queue from when fan- New Fantasyland first opened, but you're just you're spending your whole time weaving. And, I know. I was uh, going to say the same it. thing. That was my example. Yeah. Was, oh, I think it was I'm like a ten minute, so... fifteen minute wait. Well, let's see what it's at now. Watch. It's, <laughs> there watch was no one there. Watch right now. It's at like a hundred minute wait or something silly. Um, it is a twenty minute wait, which in Basically reality is, a is probably a, about a walk on. Yeah. Uh, for that ride, because it takes you a while to weave through the grotto and then exactly. all that. Exactly. Which is so Such cool. A and it's air conditioned. <laughs> it is. Yes. Good tip. Another good tip. If you want air conditioning, go through the queue. All right. Well, we've told you what fast passes are. We've told you strategies that we use individually for, for selecting our fast passes. Now, how do you use them, Craig? 
Mickey to Mickey. It's like the best thing ever. So <laughs> if you're staying on a Walt Disney World Resort, you are the, you are given a magic band for free. You can always upgrade to a fancy schmancy magic band or whatever. But or limited um, edition. But the little puck. Yeah, oh my gosh, the $60 magic band. But you've got a, a little puck in the middle of your magic band. And I'll explain if you're not staying on a resort here in a second. Um, but that little puck has Mickey's face on it or Mickey's head on it. And the fast pass cues, except for in Pandora, uh, all have um, a Mickey on there. And so the cast member will tell you Mickey to Mickey, and you just put your Mickey on there. The fast pass uh, little light will, yes, yeah, will turn. I'm really excited. <laughs> will turn into uh, a green Mickey. And that means you can go forward. If it's a red Mickey, then maybe you got to wait a minute, or maybe the fast pass system is down, or whatever. Um, but so that's what you make do. A Mickey Mickey connection, which that takes some skill, right? What? Mm-hmm. So that that's what you do if you're on a resort in a resort. What is in Pandora if it's not Mickey? Pandora Mickey? is the logo for the travel company that you're using to oh, go to Pandora. I because, did not notice yeah, that. Yeah, because you are wow. um, you are not on Earth anymore. You are on uh, Pandora. Back to the Magic Pass for just a moment. The Magic Band? Magic yeah. Band, sorry. Sorry. Whoa. Taking your Disney um, card. I had four hours of sleep, sorry. Um, in a show. Okay, working on a show. Um, so this is I, this is a question for you because um, I've seen various people do, you know, the Mickey to Mickey for either park entrance or for um, uh, your uh, your Fast Pass attractions. You do, the, do you just do the Mickey to Mickey during the Fast Pass? You don't do the finger two? No, just for the fast pass, you just do Mickey to Mickey, Mickey and then Mickey. Okay. Um, for the park entry, you do a finger for they, they take your fingerprint. Unless you're a child, they don't do that. Uh, I think up to a certain age, they don't take your fingerprint because um, I think parents have a weird thing about you know Mickey having your kid's fingerprint. But you do a fingerprint and um, Mickey on the Magic Band for park entry. Quick question or thought for that: um, Do you do the same hand for? The admission and the finger, or do you do? Oh. I do them both. And I I do it. It's totally up to you because you can scan your magic band. It will glow green, and then you can put your finger on it, which I think is almost how the system is built. But I don't know for whatever reason. I I do both. I do. Yeah, I You're do. Just trying to get through that line fast. Well, I just feel cool. Like oh, I got both. Well, I know. My hands. I'm like, yeah, I do that. I do. I do. I use. I'm a two-handed. Now I you, use a two-handed. Yeah, two-fisted finger, fist and finger. Well, anyway, yeah, that's what I do. These now, words. Now just... <laughs> Did I say fist? Sorry, I won't say that again. Um, Going to get that explicit rating on... Uh... No, no, no. We're talking about magic bands. So um, maybe when I have a child, it will be different. Uh, maybe yes. then I will be a one, uh, a same one finger, one, hand, one hand person. Just, you I can just, just freaked not me out when I saw that. <laughs> You're saying a lot of words so, that you don't mean. So. The, the resort, uh, those are for resort guests or for uh, individuals that um, we're talking about other things. <laughs> Thank you very much. Decided to purchase uh, magic bands. So magic bands, if you're not staying on a resort and you want them, I still would uh, almost recommend them because you can use them for mm-hmm. your credit card. They can link that. You could use them for well, you won't have a room key because you don't have a room, but uh, you can use them for fast passes and stuff like that. So. If you don't have that, you will be given a card, and that card just has Mickey's face on it, and you use it the same way. But at that point, I would probably recommend like a lanyard maybe or something because that way you're not Mm -hmm. digging in your pocket all the time 
to be using these fast passes and things like that. So if you aren't a resort guest, there is still a way to do it. But I would almost spring the 12 bucks and buy a magic band at that point. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Um, I, I, my last trip, I just used the card, so um, did I didn't. You get the card. Well, I used someone else's ticket that I had bought for right, them, yeah. and then I had to upgrade it. So they gave me a new card at the entrance, and so I just used that all day. Oh. I probably could have linked it with my Magic Band See. while I was in the park, but I was way too excited, and I don't even remember if I how I got into the <laughs> park. You guys are talking about, you know, whether you use your wristband or not. I was just so excited to be there. So I think I like for whatever reason I I can I can't remember any basic like algebra that I learned in high school and college, but I can visualize exactly walking into the Disney park. <laughs> it's hilarious. Aww, so. It's great. an imprint that we will not forget. Yeah, so that, I mean, the the Magic Band is kind of its own beast. Uh, pretty easy, though. I, I always recommend staying on Disney property, so if you're doing that, you get a Magic Band for free. Mm-hmm. It's already linked to your account. You're all good to go. You're golden. Yep, and when they send it you to you, to... it's like oh my gosh, your vacation yes. is just started. I know they, that means they have your little name next to your little band. <laughs> if I uh, if I if I am booking my fast passes this month, that means I'll get my magic bands sometime in August. Aww. Yeah, well, and you can coordinate. Well, I coordinated the last time with my costume for oh, absolutely <laughs> yes, for Mickey's not so scary, or scary Halloween party. Exactly, I did. Now, if you are using your, once you get up and you you do use your magic band to get into the fast pass line, um, just know that you do have that full window and and then some. So you can come about five minutes early um, to your fast pass line. Sometimes, sometimes I have never had that experience. They are very militant cast members. Well, you perhaps, will be here on time and not an admitted second before. Oh, okay. Well, some people have gotten in. <laughs> they and then, have. Lucky them. And then, and also, if you're running late, um, just because you missed that time, I wish I would have known this once. Just because you're miss it by a minute, that you can still most likely get into the fast pass line. Um, some even say up to maybe even 15 minutes. I wouldn't count on that. I would still try to get there on time. But don't be afraid to ask a cast member if you can still use your fast pass if you are running late. It depends on if you get the cast member that's like the Wizard of Oz guy. Like, who rang that bell? <laughs> you know, if you get that guy. Oh my gosh, this is our impression. You know, yeah. We're doing wow. a, yeah, that was good. If you, get, if you get that guy, you're out of luck. Now, Craig, I actually have a tip for you because oh, you kids. mentioned this, that, yes, you can do child swap with your FastPass Plus. So why don't you explain a little bit about how that works? All right. So here's the deal. I have never done this. Um, and so it exciting. Sounds, it sounds magical um, to the extreme. Uh, hat tip to Tom Brinkman for telling me, trying to explain to me what the child swap is. So let's say um, let's say I have booked a FastPass for Flight of Passage. That's a ride that... That my son will not not meeting the height requirements, not meeting the scare requirements for that ride. So, um, what we can do is, if my wife and I both want to ride that ride, uh, she can come through the line with me. This is my understanding of this. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong when you're listening to this and you're yelling at me. She can come through the line with me, and then um, basically she could take our son, and then she would be given a child swap ticket. But not only is it a child swap ticket, but it's up to three tickets because they want other people to, like if you have people in your guest or in your party or whatever, to be able to come through with you. So um, 
if you were gaming the system, which I do not intend to do at all, uh, you could go through the fast pass line for something, say, like Space Mountain that my wife may not have any intention of writing uh, and get those three passes. And it just so happens that there's three of us that are going together that would love Space Mountain. So you could go through that line again, basically as another fast pass. Yeah. And I was reading online. And again, I haven't tried it either, but I was reading that you can come back a, a substantial time later. It doesn't have to be immediate. So if you were gaming the system um you could maybe have someone else in your party book different fast passes and while you're doing your fast pass they're doing their fast pass you come back you do have to have a child for this by the way you can't just have not a child (laughs) but um but you know that is something to think about if if you have a little one and you're like oh i can't go on this ride and I can't book a fast pass. No, you absolutely can. Definitely utilize it. And we mentioned gaming the system in jest a bit. I mean, really, truly, it's a cool thing that Disney does for parents and um, the people that, you know, they, they want to be able to still experience these attractions. But they've got their kids, and they're not going to be able to do uh, Exploration Everest or whatever. Um, Expedition? So, Expedition, Sorry. Okay. That's no fine. There too, you called right? a you called it a magic card or something earlier. So <laughs> we should um, mention. I should have mentioned this from the beginning that both Craig and Brett have been putting long hours in at night for the Muni's uh, Legally Blonde show. So they are here on little to no sleep, which is um, why it's a rock star thing that Vanessa did all the research for. It's, so it's, we could just it's show a up. nice diversion. Let's just say so. Disney yeah. is always a nice diversion, but this week especially. Right. So. And if I make any mistakes, it's just because I'm hungry. So. But. Uh, <laughs> But no, so I do think it's a really cool child swap is uh, something I need to look into and explain more. I, I mentioned exchange, exchange children. I don't know. Can like, I, excuse I, me, Sarah? Can I borrow your child for but a moment? Like going, well, that's the whole. I mean, that's a whole other story. That mm-hmm. whole thing about the ADA and like. Um, people hiring disabled yes. people to wait in line for them, so Disney mm-hmm. stopped doing that. But that's a whole other st- story. Um, but no, no I, yes. truly, I, I don't mean that we're just going to look to game the system at all. It is a really cool thing that uh, Disney does for parents. Yeah, and, and their groups. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and the group you're, you're traveling with. One other tip for you that I have to give from my personal experience is be sure to check your um, My Disney Experience app, the notifications that are coming in um, from time to time. I was a newbie, and Peter Pan, I had a fast pass for Peter Pan. It was down. Um, I made several mistakes, so you're just going to cringe when I tell you this story. I was late to my fast pass, so I didn't go up and talk to them. And then, apparently, it was down anyway, so I had a free fast pass for any time the rest of the day. Oh, wow. I had no idea until I got back to the resort and checked my notifications oh. and my emails. They'll also send you an email, so be sure to check that because if, if for some reason a ride is down and you've booked a fast pass, they will give you a free fast pass to use anytime, rest of the day. Uh, make sure to take advantage of that. Can I throw out like a really completely random tip that I just oh why not yeah. oh for in sure. my head yeah so they have the fuel rod chargers now all around the park mm-hmm. uh, so we're talking about using your phone and playing games in line well of course your battery's going to die um, the fuel rod stations are all around in every park and every resort uh, you can buy one of those but my tip for you is to buy one in advance of going to Disney because at Disney these things basically the battery charger things are thirty dollars uh, you can buy them online for twenty before you go and then you save ten dollars. Uh, 
uh, and what you can do with those is basically turn them in for a fresh one uh, wherever you're at as soon as On that a dies. Whim. And so <laughs> then you can continue to use your phone throughout the day to do all this crazy fast pass stuff and all that. Yeah. And you and which I've done, you can use them in you can use them at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. You oh, can wow. Use, yes, you can do it both. So. Wow. Coast mm-hmm. to coast. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that pretty much covers all of our strategies, all our tips. Now we need to tell you what fast passes should you actually try to book. So we'll what we'll do is we'll just go around. We'll take a turn for each park and just give a suggestion out of what you would use your fast pass for. So let's start in the Magic Kingdom. Um Craig, we'll throw it to you. Peter Pan. Uh, it's it's my ride. Uh, it's my wife's ride. Um, it, like I love Space Mountain. I love so many other rides in that park. Um, and I love the queue of Peter Pan, but I want to make sure I experience it. And I'm not someone that's willing to wait more than, say, 40 to 45 minutes for any ride. Um, so because of that, I... I, I want to do Peter Pan as many times as I can. So if I could do Peter Pan in the morning and then come back at night when the line is a little bit lower, I'll do that. Uh, Brett? I would probably say uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I like mm-hmm. their queue a lot, yeah. but that wait can be long. And they got the little Touch video games that mm-hmm. you can play. Touch was. I, I'm just not impressed with Seven Doors Mind Train. It's just not my thing. I love it. Hmm. I love it. And lo- riding it at night is really cool, too. I've never done that. So riding maybe I need night, to do you that. You can watch, you know, mm-hmm. you can see the, yeah, the scene cool. in the in the, in the the house, which actually, I believe, is um, they they were um, using some of the animated figures from the Snow White Scary, scary yeah. Attractions in that Very cool. Scene. Mm-hmm. And for me, the one I always try to get is the uh, Splash Mountain. Um, now, that may not be the longest wait, but there's just something about having to wait in the heat when everyone else is getting cool on the ride that I can't stand. So Seems I want to get that. on that mm-hmm. ride as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for me. We'll move on to Epcot, and I will go first. I will say that my Fast Pass that I was so excited to use there, I felt like I had won the lottery, was Frozen Ever After. Um, really cool queue, but and it's indoors, so that's nice. But I still that wait is so long that I just want to get on the ride. Yeah, right. I, that's okay. a that's a, that's a great strategy because, like I said, you know it's it's the longest wait in that park, so it makes a lot of sense too. Brett, I think we'll that was to mine too. Frozen Ever After. Frozen? Okay. Yeah, the first time I, any anytime there's the first time I ride something or something is new. Um, if the fast pass is not available, which sometimes that is the case because it's new, um, I will wait in a line once, <laughs> the full line. But uh, but but generally, it's a fast pass. And at Epcot, it would be Frozen after ever after, and not Illuminations. <laughs> Only because you both said Frozen, um, I would say my ride would be Soren. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I've never seen Soren over the world, around the world, and I think that I've seen it on like POV videos yeah. and stuff like that on YouTube. Not but the same. Um, I have heard that with the new video, you really want to sit in the middle. So that's the other tip because for whatever reason, they didn't. The, the Eiffel Tower leans one it's way weird. or the other. <laughs> yeah. it's really weird, it's it's weird. which is really confusing. So, yeah. um, but just like because going. you said you two said Frozen, I think Frozen's the best one to use there. But I'll say Soren around the world. Okay. Uh, moving on to uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. I know there's a lot opening there that none of us have been on. Um, Craig, what would you choose if you were – I mean, you're headed there. None of the – 
I'm not going to choose any of the tier ones here because Toy Story Land for me is going to be more of a walking experience, I feel like, and I've done uh, Toy Story Mania, uh, formerly Toy Story Midway Mania, for whatever reason they dropped the Midway. Um, but uh, I would say Tower of Terror. It's, it's probably one of my two... Well, three uh, favorite rides okay. in all of D- Walt Disney World. And um, I do love the queue of that ride. It can get hot outside, uh, and you it's just a cool experience. And it's one of those I want to do over and over again. So Tower of Terror. Brett. Toy Story Mania is my choice for a Fast Pass um, for the first time because they're – Back in the day, <laughs> when you would get a, a, a you know a paper. Well, I mean, you all, everyone would run, run or walk very fast to Toy Story Mania. You could just watch the click clicking off of the times because you were waiting for that. But once you got that, then you could go. You could do your trifecta of of fun there. You got your excuse me. You got your fast pass for Toy Story Mania, and then you go over to Tower of Terror, and then you go over to um, to Star Tours. And then you then you go back and you do your Toy Story Mania, but that was in the past. So, but you can still kind of do that if you get an early morning thing. You can kind of go back and forth, bumper card that, and then mm-hmm. um, actually pinball that into uh, to do that. But yeah, that would be my choice. Toy Story Midway Mania, which we should do Drop an episode on that. Hey. We should do an episode on you know on the the tips tips and tricks for that, how to get your score up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, I said it again. Oops. Never mind. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I'm not a big Hollywood Studios uh, aficionado. Aficionado. As it yeah, you haven't been there since like 1995 or something. Yeah, right? exactly. Yes. Um, so uh, I think I will just make a suggestion for you that I would suggest maybe Slinky Dog Dash, although Craig was really smart in looking up the wait times and they weren't bad for so the first day they were because i was curious it was about five hours to yeah. wait for slinky dog um i tried to do it just now and um the service isn't great uh but uh, the two rides that are brand new in toy story land when i was on my way over i checked and they were 80 minutes for slinky dog dash which doesn't sound that bad uh, for a brand new ride and um, 30 minutes for alien swirling saucers so you know maybe and then the wait time for toy story mania because they've added a third track and they have more rides that over there is fast um, now. Yes. It, it's about 30 minutes for that wow. it's always been an hour and a half wait so um so yeah so maybe uh and then we're all we haven't even mentioned the big kahuna coming in 2019 where oh my the waits for Star Wars are going to be a million hours and the waits for everything else might be very little in Hollywood Studios. So oh, adding new attractions, regardless of if they're E-ticket or B-ticket or whatever, uh, is good because it just spreads out the people. Yes. So, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Uh, and then finally, we go on to Disney's Animal Kingdom. I'll I'll go first and, and share my quick story about booking in Pandora. Like Craig said, I'm not a flight of passage person. I, I get motion sickness, so that is not something I would uh, book a fast pass on. So what I did was Navi River Journey, and that was still a really long line. And it was so sad because even though there's some great scenery, there's not a lot of shade for those people who are literally outside the line. The line goes past the entrance to that ride and just goes on forever. It was so hot. I feel so bad for them because if you get a fast pass, I'm not kidding, guys. It is like 
the shortest fast pass lane I've ever seen in my oh, life. Wow. It is like almost walking straight onto the right. <laughs> and, and you see all these sad people. <laughs> Looking at like all these fast passes. They apparently are not right. listening to any podcast, let alone ours. Yeah. And that's the thing. You get, you get the people that are really like, they kind of give you a bunch of grief for having a fast pass because they're like, well, look at you. you we didn't want to plan our vacation whatever million days out. You know what? Do 15 minutes worth of planning, and then you're fine. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'll get off my seat. We well, plan I'll, to have fun. But we once plan you plan to wait right. Once yeah. you start walking through fast passes, like lanes, though, you will feel so bougie. You are not going to be able to go back <laughs> to the regular the line with the common people. That was the whole episode <laughs> of, of um, uh, oh, Blackish. You know, they had, yeah. Oh, they, they had, had all yeah. the well, they had, lines? They had a tour guide, so they had a plan oh, with right. them. Oh, right, of yeah. course. I love that show. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, so, Craig, what is your Animal Kingdom ride? Uh, I haven't done Flight of Passage yet, uh, so I'm that's the one I'm after this trip. Um, but because I haven't done it yet, uh, I will say that generally my uh, Fast Passage choice is Expedition Everest. <laughs> because it's just a great ride. It's, a great, it's the best roller coaster they've got. Uh, on property, and um, it's just a really fun ride. There is a single rider line that is very hidden to you uh, because you have to go beyond the other lines. So single rider yeah. lines are your friend as well because even so if you're in a started group, on single, single ride. I think you need to show, you know, you need to be single to be on that, which, you know. Even if you're in a group. Even if you're in a group. I'm like going, yeah, I'm like going. As long as you're, them, I mean, you I'm can't like ask them to ride together. That's that's yeah. kind of the rule. But uh, you can get but through those single rider only single lines people really, single really rider. easily. <laughs> so, but Expedition Everest, <laughs> really fun. Oh, and mine. Sure, and yours, why Brad. not? Um, let's see. You know Kilimanjaro Safaris, yeah. isn't that one? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to plan that for a very specific time. Actually, ooh, this is wonderful. Uh, Kilimanjaro Safari, first thing in the morning. Honestly, you feel you're on the Serengeti because the, <laughs> because the the mist is rising early in the morning. And you feel completely transported. I've had the best the best times, yes. And then go on, go see the gorillas. Anyway, when you're done. Anyway, so that's that. So yes. I would say, oh my gosh, I had an amazing gorilla experience. Yes, go see the gorillas. Oh my gosh. That's kind of off the trail. I know. And it's I've so worth it. it. So, oh. oh my I mean, gosh. I yes. And go first thing in the morning. Yes, I went go. around Halloween time and they were, they were treating, they were treating right. them with pumpkins. And honestly, it was like watching... Yes, our near relatives, you know, they were sharing. They were sharing pumpkins. They were taking little baths, you know. Oh, my gosh, it was a great experience. So Kilimanjaro Safari and then and then do that. Okay. But for my next trip to Animal Kingdom, I would definitely choose Flight of Passage because I haven't done that yet and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think we have given you more than enough of My fast goodness. pass <laughs> information. You may need a little <laughs> detox after this pod, podcast episode. So any other a tips? A dole whip or perhaps a turkey leg. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Always a turkey leg. Any other tips and tricks that come to mind, Craig or Brett, before you know, we... It is, it is fun to tag team that. I, I did a tag team uh, fast pass 
choosing with a friend who was in an Eastern time zone. Um, this was the this was when it was at twelve o'clock, so that was a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. But uh, but that was fun because like they would do some as soon as the as soon as the the, the basic the virtual queue opened up at then it was twelve o'clock. But it was, mm-hmm. now we would do it at seven o'clock in the morning tag team. So if you're in your group, you could you know oh. plan that together. Let's give each person a day. You know? that yeah, a that's really smart. That's idea. very smart. I'm writing that down. Yeah, yeah that's my master list. I'm going to do that on July 24th. Yeah. So. And that's I think awesome. you also no, I, said, and you also said because you know, when when the time opens up, go towards the end of your vacation. If you want flight of passage or something, like yeah, huge something like big that. because there's there's it's going to be more available because that's your first day availability is other people's last day. So mm-hmm. absolutely, mm-hmm. Um, my tip, much like we ended our advice episode on, was uh, do Disney your way mm-hmm. and. Have fun. If you don't want to plan out fast passes, and just be prepared to wait a bit longer. Um, but also, don't feel like you have to be tied to having to go on Seven Dwarves Mind Train because everybody thinks it's cooler than sliced bread or whatever. Like you can really oh come on, it's cooler do, than sliced bread. Well, it is okay, <laughs> fair. But it's Disney. But do Disney your way. Absolutely. So we, we hope we've answered all those questions that you have about FastPass and the FastPass Plus system. If you have any questions uh, that you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a comment or a quick email. We'll be happy to get back to you and answer any of those. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm sure we have another episode coming up soon where we'll be checking with our friend Lou. Yes. Uh, um, they, uh, he and his family were on vacation, and also I know he's just dying to tell us why he's the world's number one Tangled fan. So we'll be discussing that. Well, <laughs> number one. Uh, okay. Anyway, in the next episode, Brett and Lou will be fighting <laughs> for Tangled number one fan. But with that, I am Vanessa. I'm Craig, and I'm Brett, and we'll see you real soon in the front row.